Hi everyone, this is the Business Mood of Edition of the Dreamers Endurers Podcast. I'm Arya and I'm joined by my co-host Brayden. It's great to be here today. Hi Arya, each week we'll come to you live from the LoveWorks campus where you'll hear our interviews from our youngest and experienced entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate you, and give you a powerful action step to help your leadership and business. The BizBuddha podcast partners with the Norman Chamber of Commerce who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community. And BizBuddha is powered by First United Bank Norman. First United is not your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. Thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping to see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. So now let's get into our interview. Today, we're joined by dreamer and doer, Cassandra Rigsby. As a university programs director at the Ronnie K. Ronnie Center for the creation of economic wealth, Cassandra works to grow and connect Oklahoma's entrepreneurial ecosystem by supporting the programming of the center's flagship office in Norman, Oklahoma. She manages 100-plus interdisciplinary student consultants each year as they worked on projects dealing with technology, commercialization, social entrepreneurship, and small business development. In addition, she and her team plan to facilitate three to four workshop events annually focused on human-centered design, community outreach, with over 100 participants in attendance. Overall, their goal is to foster relationships with key stakeholders in the entrepreneurial ecosystem in the University of Oklahoma and the OKC metro area more broadly. So hello, hello. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course, we are so grateful to have you. So we are the Dreamers Doers podcast, and Mm -hmm. we'd like to know, do you consider yourself a more natural dreamer or doer? Yeah, great question. Um, I think I, I probably tend toward being a doer. Uh, But I like to surround myself with people uh, that are more dreamers, so big thinkers, uh, lots of ideas, and then I take all of that and try to make something happen. Uh, So I I definitely am more naturally a doer, uh, but I think we all have both of those in us for sure. Absolutely. And so we love kind of like taking it back a little bit to see where Uh that dreamer-doer mindset comes from. And so could you tell us what was life growing up for you like? Oh, uh, great question. It was uh, interesting. I moved around a lot as a a young person. Uh, I think we changed schools like every year, sometimes twice a year. My dad was just contracted out in a lot of different places. So that was really cool because I got to live in many different areas of the country, uh, make a lot of friends across the country that I still have today. Um, but probably, yeah, probably contributed toward uh, what I am drawn toward today in my career, which is uh, lots of changing ideas and projects and always working on something new. And um, I definitely don't like to be stuck in the same thing for very long. So, yeah. So can you tell us about your journey about to overseeing the Ronnie K. Arani Center for the Creation of Economic <laughs> You can World. call it ICCEW for okay. short. Uh, it's kind of a mouthful. Yeah, so actually uh, it was kind of serendipitous. I, I was getting my master's degree at OU Tulsa, um, and I interned with ICCW. So I've, I've gone through every step in the process starting as an intern. Uh, and then I came on as a full-time staff after I graduated and never really looked back. Um, I was originally a journalism and political science major, so definitely did not originally see myself working in entrepreneurship, but I think that's many people who who are drawn to this field. Uh, We come from all different backgrounds, not necessarily just business. Um, And and yeah, it's been really fulfilling and interesting and like I said, ever evolving. uh, So it keeps it keeps it fun. Yeah, absolutely. And so a lot of our listeners out there are just starting their business or mm-hmm. they're a young entrepreneur out there to have this big, big idea. And yeah. so can you just kind of list off or what do you feel are a few important things to know 
starting something new, not just a business, but something new in any way. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that you uh, kind of uh, backed it up in terms of perspective because um, I, I think it's really about the mindset. Uh, so regardless of what uh, interesting product or idea or service uh, you want to, to launch, you have to start with an entrepreneurial mindset. And that really just means um, acting fast and quickly, uh, iterating constantly, um, and just uh, trying to receive as much feedback as possible and talk to as many people as possible. Uh, so my my feedback is typically always just to act more, um, talk to people as much as possible, um, and like I said, continue and and always be changing and upgrading and iterating on your idea. Love that. Yeah. So what has been one of your greatest challenges that your student consultants have faced, and how do you help them overcome it? Yeah, uh, great question. So we uh, at ICCW, we work on um, about 10 different projects a year, specifically through our student internship track. Um, and that is with a variety of different types of clients. So uh, like you mentioned in the intro, social entrepreneurship and technology commercialization. Um, and the questions that we're asking our students to solve are really ambiguous and open-ended and don't have a clear answer. So I think the biggest challenge, quote-unquote, is uh, when they are um, researching something or a market and they determine that it's maybe not viable or uh, it's not a great idea to move forward with the company as it is. Um, that can always be a tough pill to swallow, especially when you've put in months and months of work and for these entrepreneurs, years of work. Um, so really uh, forcing ourselves to be data-driven, focusing on uh, the data in front of us and what we've heard from customers, um, and making our answer more of um, a yes and or a no mm. and and not just a straight yes or no. So if it doesn't work in this market as it is, what do we need to believe and mm. what needs to change in order to make it work? That's super, super good. And I feel like that yes and no and is yeah. really, really important in not only to give feedback to others, but give feedback to yourself. Oh, for sure. And so I really love those statements, like hearing them just in the past, getting to know those that yeah. are incorporated in the future too. Yeah, for sure. We never we never want it to be a clear, you know, yes and no, because I think they're uh, that's just relying on you knowing everything, and that's not true. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, really emphasizing the data, what we've heard people say, and how we can adapt to yeah. meet those needs. Absolutely. And so... Going back to one of our first questions, if not our first dreamers, your question. So, what is a dream that you are working on right now? Ooh, that's a great question too. Um, okay, so I think I'm I'm really uh, really excited and and uh, passionate about the work I'm doing with ICCW. So, I think my focus for the past few years has been on my more personal life. Uh, so, I have a one year old. Um, and he is really my whole world right now. Um, and I really want to find a way to merge kind of what, what's happening for me at home with my son and, and what I'm doing with my work and, and how those things can just feel more synergistic. Um, so I think my, my, my dream right now uh, is just continuing to build a career I'm proud of mm -hmm. um, while also feeling really fulfilled uh, in my home life. Love that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so this may be something to help with that dream or yeah. just in general, but what is one life lesson that you wish someone in middle or high school would have shared with you? Oh, wow. Probably uh, just not to stress so much about uh, academia and my studies, which I was, I was, and you should definitely be super invested in for sure, but there was so much pressure put on what I'm going to choose for my, you know, degree and, and college and all of that. 
And like I said earlier, I'm not at all doing what I thought I would be doing um, originally. And lots of people I talk to are in the same boat. So I think it's just to take a little bit of the pressure off of all these decision-making mm-hmm. uh, things you're faced with at this time of your life and, and just follow your passion and work hard and it will all work out. That's super good. <laughs> on a similar mindset, we this is usually just our last question we'd love to lead off on is, mm-hmm. we love to ask, do you have a tip or tips of any kind that you want to share with our listeners out there that want to start their own business? This is really just time for you to share like those tips that they need to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I've said this a lot, but talk to as many people as mm-hmm. possible that fit your, you know, target customer's criteria. Um, be married or attached to the problem you're solving for them, not necessarily the many different solutions to solve that problem, because that could change. Um, and and similar to life advice, just uh, take a little bit of the pressure off yourself uh, to be perfect and to get it right all the time. Um, but like I said, if you're if you're willing to talk to people and work hard and learn and, and receive feedback, um, that's really all you need to be successful. Love that. Cassandra, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> I know that we and those that listen to this will be a lot better for it. Aww. So where can our listeners learn more about you and connect with you? Sure. Uh, so I would definitely encourage anyone who has a business idea um, or wants help launching something to reach out to us at ICCEW. Uh, we're an OU organization, um, so if you just Google or look up look us up on Facebook, you can find us. Or email us at iccew at ou.edu. Um, and then, obviously, just keep up with us on social media. We're constantly doing new things and new projects, so we'd love to meet and talk to new people. Awesome, awesome. All right, yeah, that was an awesome interview. What was something that really stuck out to you that you want just repeat for the audience? Uh, if you're solving a problem, you should be invested in it, and it's— Turns work into something that you enjoy. Yeah. And another thing, audience, that like if you took anything from this, like really take away like, that big emphasis on talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like you yourself don't know everything. Yeah. And that is okay. That is like the first thing to getting better is knowing you don't know everything. And so talking to as many people as possible. I love that you brought that up. It is so, so important. So thanks for listening. We'll be right back with our next business owner. Stay tuned. Tinsley is a delightful seven-year-old, loving, lovingly known as Tinsy. She loves sweet treats and makes muffins for her local fire department. Interesting idea to make orange, orange lemonade sparked the idea to create rainbow-inspired lemonade. After testing the flavors on her neighbors, she selected four tasty flavors, lavender, raspberry, peach, and limeade. Each glass she serves comes with her famous lemon cloud cookies and a sweet smile. So hello, hello, Tinsley. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Awesome. You're doing awesome. I'm so grateful to hear that. And so we are so excited to learn more about you. I already know you for a hot minute, but learn about more of your story. And so what is Tinsley's Lemonade Stand? Well, until I thought of the idea, I, I like rainbows a lot. So I, I think of the idea so I can make it because I wanted, I used, a, I used to, I used to wanted to make a business until I did not thought. Until I wanted to, and I made, and I think, and I asked my mom if I can make orange lemonade, and she said yes, until I thought of my business. So, I love that. When did you get really, really serious about, like, oh, I want to do this for real? When do you think that was, like, that serious moment? You think it's when people started liking it? Mm-hmm. So, what was that, what was that feeling of when somebody first had the, your glass of delicious lemonade? What was their first reaction? They love it? Mm-hmm. They loved it. Well, okay. What is your favorite flavor that you have? Uh, I, I like 
like the orange. You like peach. the orange? You like the orange peach? Okay. Okay. I really want some lemonade now. So today we're hoping some of our other young students can learn from you and your business. So can you tell us about some of your early challenges, maybe something that was hard for you to do, and how did you fix those problems? I fixed the pro- problems because it was kind of hard and kind of easy. In March, it, when first cu- customers come, um, it was kind of hard getting it to them. Well, it was kind of easy. Mm-hmm. So kind of like being able to talk to your first customers mm-hmm. was a little yeah. hard at first. First I had one boy until he couldn't come because he he did not much have money. Yeah. And so what was kind of that process of like finding more customers? How did that look like? Uh, finding more customers, I liked it a lot cause, so I can, because I, I like when I get um, the drinks. Awesome. So what, are, what was one of the biggest things that you learned from your business and your experience in selling your delicious lemonade? I like... I, Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what was the biggest thing that you learned? From the biggest business? thing I learned was making the lemon cookies. Making the lemon cookies. So uh, anything business, like what was the biggest thing that you learned about starting a business when starting your own business? Um, I like making it. You like making it? Hey, I feel like that's a beautiful thing because if you don't like your business, what's the point in it, right? And so you really love your lemonade, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's a huge thing because if you love your business, you want to keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And you want other people to love it too. So that's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah. And for our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts about your business? My favorite parts are um wait, what does that mean? So, so your favorite can... part. So like is your you like I know you love cooking. Like your is your cookies your favorite part? Is making your favorite part? Is making some money cooking. your favorite part? The cooking? Mm-hmm. What about cooking is your favorite part? Why do you like it so much? Because I, I like baking. You like baking, and so it just, like, comes naturally for you? Mm-hmm. Well, Tinsley, thank you so, so much through your time. I know that we're better, and, you know, now that we have this information about the coolest lemonade stand out there, thank you so, so much for coming on here. So, again, thank you. So, Aria, that was an awesome interview. It what was, was something that really stuck out to you? Uh, maybe sometimes talking to customers and finding more customers can be a bit hard, but reaching out to people eventually gets you, like, good profits. Yeah, I loved Tinsley. I can see your your love for your lemonade and baking into this, is that if you're starting your business, you want to really love what you're doing. And so I love that you hit on that, is that you want to love your business. You want to love what you're doing. Because if you're not truly passionate and love what you're going to do, it's not going to keep you doing it three, four years down the line. And so I really love that passion. It can show that you really love your lemonade and you love the cookies that you make with them. So thank you so much. And so next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. We want to send out another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, and Lovers Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. And remember, real leaders, they don't blend in, they stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, y'all.